Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Thank you so much for listening. Oh my goodness, we got a special, crazy, double episode coming up. Yes. Last week we were we were totally waylaid by by forces way beyond our control. Yes, in fact, now I must admit that I am a father. Again, just like Diamond Dallas Page, DDP in WCW late 90s wrestling. He was a two-time, two-time champ. Mm-hmm. I am now a two-time dad. Cuz I just had a baby. You really shouldn't go around telling people that you're a two-timing dad. That doesn't sound uh, quite good. Check your headphones. Yeah. Two-time dad, just had a baby. So uh, I was uh, a little indisposed for a week, but uh, if you've been listening to our show long enough, you know a couple years ago I had a, I had a son, and now I have a daughter. So, awesome. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very very modern family of you, Eric. I think yeah. uh, everybody's going for that nowadays. Yeah, it worked uh, worked out well. We wanted one of each, so it'd be fun. But yes. um, so you can went... mold them, mold them, and fold them in your image. Yes, you better believe it. <laughs> uh, so this, you know, I can kind of uh, get the perspective of both sides as they grow up. But uh, things worked well. Mm-hmm. I went into uh, my wife went to labor. Mm-hmm. And we went to uh, the hospital and stuff. And um, when once they told her it was time to push, it, it only took her seven minutes. That's awesome. Because she was like, get this baby out of me. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, my job is just to stand there and shut up. Right. Good. Uh, not, not do anything, which is great. The whole time she's pushing out our daughter, I was like, it's so fun being a man. I don't have to have a baby. <laughs> I did my job with my penis nine months ago, and now I'm done. Like, the whole time, I was like, I love being a dude. Thank (laughs) God this is not me. It's like, (laughs) I'm not doing shit. I'm just standing there looking solemn. That's true. But, but, you know, it's like uh, your work as as a partner has only just begun. You think you got it off easy, like the pregnancy deal, but, like, you still got to put in the, the, the hours, man, all the time. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. I do what I can now, and I actually uh, I get up every night with the baby. Oh, that's good. So that my wife can uh, sleep and get ready for the daytime because she'll be at home with our two kids. So I want her to be rested when she takes care of two kids. So I stay up at night, and uh, so I haven't been getting much sleep. Yeah, I've been getting up every uh, two three hours, but uh, I can take it because I'm a man. That's right. But and you've, uh, and you've done it before. It's like it's like yeah. old hat. Like yeah. ah, another baby. It's coming back. Yeah. So the the kid came out healthy, mm-hmm. and the only problem was uh, my wife had some complications. Oh um, yeah. Afterwards, she started like hemorrhaging, and she had like these massive blood clots. Oh god. And so she was in a lot more pain than she was during delivery because they had already yanked out the epidural, and she's all mm-hmm. good and stuff. So um, it was bad news for a little bit there. Sure. They, they had to hook up the ultrasound, and they, they saw these huge blood clots in her, and they're like, oh, we got to get this out. So now the whole time during childbirth and stuff, I don't look, I don't look south sure. of the equator. I just look straight at my wife's face. That's it. I ain't looking down there because it's gross. Okay. <laughs> it's nasty. I mean, stuff, business is happening down there. Yeah. I don't need to see it. Just show, you know, hand me my kid eventually. Now, during this part, fucking 
horror story. <laughs> the second part. This doctor puts on a glove, and it goes like halfway up her wrist. Uh huh. And then she reaches her arm up my wife, my right. wife's baby hole. Uh huh. <laughs> to reach inside her body and grab the blood clots and pull them out. That is the awesomest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it is fucking now. Of course, I'm still looking straight at my wife's face, but mm-hmm. goddamn, my peripheral vision is like 2020. <laughs> so, and I and I figured it was inappropriate if I put my hand over the side of my face to block what was happening. Sure, but I just saw this doctor reach way too far up and pull out, and although her glove went pretty far up her arm, uh, there was a bloodline that went past the glove. <laughs> Wait, wait, was did your doctor have like one metal eye? Was your doctor like Kano from Mortal Kombat? He's like oh. cha cha, give me the blood clots. It was a finishing moves. She <laughs> and and of course and, and of course you know doctors they do the shit. So she pulls out this blood clot and she goes, oh, size of a grapefruit. Oh my god! And for some reason, something in my mind was like, yeah, you should you should look at that. That sounded interesting. And I look, I was like, oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I mean. It's like all I can like what I saw is probably the equivalent of like an eight year old watching Hellraiser the movie. Oh sure. I was just like, oh, it was so. And and clearly, I don't. My poker face is now dissolved because the doctor actually stopped (laughs) with her arm up my wife's uh, vag and said, "Are you okay?" Right, (laughs) right. Because because you're a liability as the man. They're like, "Yo, he could pass out. He's just a man." So. And she was like, "Are you okay?" And I was, and I laughed. I was like, "Of course I'm okay. I don't have your arm up me, <laughs> like the grossest puppet of all time. I didn't just have a baby. I'm okay. Proceed. <laughs> like I'm fine. Yeah, I might have a, a my face might be a little white, but I'm okay because oh I have I have a penis. So um, damn so man. I, well, that's 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 hardcore. I mean, yeah. like, all right, women, all right, women, women, sure they have it tough, but women are like magic." You know, yeah. like, once upon a time, people, like, worshipped, uh, you know, the females because, like, they create, like, life inside of them, you know, yeah. barring, like, a little piece of you. And they're like, check this out. Yeah. Baby. And then, like, their their bodies are just set it up to, like, kick it out like, like a field goal. You know what I mean? And there's nothing that they can do about it. All I know is that that night in the hospital, I went to the premiere showing of Saw 7. <laughs> Except this was Saw Seven in 4D because I was right there. Smell a vision. <laughs> this was four. This was 4D, and uh, holy shit! All I gotta say is it's fun to be a man because you just gotta stand there. Your dick did all the work, and now you don't do shit. So, uh, whew, thank God I'm a man. Wow. Yeah, dodge that bullet. Fuck yeah, man! That was well. My my job was easy and fun, and now <laughs> it's done. You know, I I also admire that not only can women make babies, but like they can also produce free food for them. That's like the most. It's like the greatest food in the world, and is like like the relationship between like the mother and the baby. Uh, I mean, not to get too into it on like the this movie video game podcast. Yeah. But it's this is like, also life sometimes. Yeah, but like check it out. Like if the something's wrong with the mother, the baby will send the mother stem cells like through the placenta to cure what ails them. It's crazy. They send them a sensu bean. That's right. Which is uh, which is which is funny because 
when my when my new kid poops, mm-hmm. I know it's happening because she powers up like a DB uh, Dragon Ball Z <laughs> character. So I'm sitting there, my daughter's, you know, she's only a week old now, and she's sitting there looking mm-hmm. all cute, and all of a sudden she's like, ah, ah, and you see like yellow sparkling energy start glowing around her. It's <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, she's about to go Super Saiyan, and then you just hear, and uh, like we've coined the term, then we hear a thunder dump. Yes. <laughs> but it's so funny. She just starts powering up, and I've just been listening. I'm trying to figure out what character she is. She's not Vegeta mm-hmm. when she powers up to mm-hmm. poop, because Vegeta is a little extra screaming. Right. It's a little, still a little more subtle. So I don't know if it's like Piccolo or like Cell Saga Gohan. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cell Saga Gohan. Okay. But it's definitely like, you know, you know, if you're in the house, it starts shaking. You know when the poop is coming because she has to power up for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> She's a summon all of her energy before she just blows out that diaper. You know, I love I love also that kids are just un- unhindered or unhindered. Is that a word? Uh, they just don't they don't care. So like whenever our son does like a big old crap or something like that, he'd be like, ah, ah, and then. Ah. Yeah, man. Just like, oh, I bet that poop felt really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like, when we have to poop, you, you know, you get the message, and you might go to the bathroom 20 minutes later. You might finish typing your email or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my son has to poop, he's, like, running across the living room with a with a, <laughs> uh, a toy train, and then he just stops in mid-run, <laughs> and then goes back to running. <laughs> why do we why do we ever lose diapers? I mean, why don't we just go back to diapers? It seems so much better. Yeah, man. We just Tell need we just need a race of giant people to change the diapers for us. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm not getting much sleep, but I'm able to I've been watching some TV shows from the couch so I can I'm going to review uh Shield, Avengers Shield TV show and Sleepy Hollow later. Awesome. <gasps> but um me and you had some homework from a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and now that That's I have right. a daughter and I know you're big on um, the lack of shows with a female lead. We here is the Legend of Korra, dude. Legend of Korra. I had enough time to watch the entire first season. Damn you! Uh, I've only seen the four episodes, so don't go right. too far into it. I won't. I won't. But uh, you know, like I have legitimate things that I don't like about the show, but I like, uh, and then things that I really enjoy about oh. the show. See, so far I'm four episodes in, and it's all love. I yeah. really like this show. I mean, first of all, the animation is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's like Young Justice uh, animation. Yeah. It's really, really smooth. Korean animators did yeah. a great job. I feel like the music is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it really lends to the theme. It just, I love the music. Like, love the voice acting. I'm just like, you just, you just turn it on and it's magnificent. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. And, like, um, and, oh, where was it? I was just reading up on uh, on Wikipedia about the development and initially initially when they pitched this show to Nickelodeon the execs were like uh no I'm sorry uh, because the protagonist is a girl and they're like nope nope there's no other shows on TV that are starring females right now can't do mm. it but they convinced him mm. they convinced him to bring it around and I think it's great you know it's like um Korra is a great character she's not like your stock like mm, ah strong female character mm. no it's like she 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 screws up as much as she does good mm-hmm. and like she re- like you really see like the arc for the entire season of like starting from like you know like whiny teenager not knowing anything but wanting to like whoop ass mm-hmm. in the beginning to like you know uh, towards the end where she's really like learned and grown and done some big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The 
it's it's funny that one of the the director of the show is one of the directors from Justice League Unlimited. Yes. So yeah, of course, I, you know, it's like of course. Yeah, Joaquim uh, Dos, Dos Santos. Santos. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw that name the, at the end of episode one, I was like, yes, yes, yeah. great. You know, we are in good hands. Yeah. So uh, so things I really love. The fight scenes are great. Mm-hmm. Now, have you um, episode? I forget episode four. Have the uh, have the equalists? Whoa, wait, uh, wait, wait. Wouldn't it be easier if I just told you the last thing I saw? All I have to say is the word equalists. Do you know that word yet? Yes. What the last episode I saw was all of a sudden the equalists got their their main man who can mm-hmm. uh, destroy your power forever, and he challenged uh, Korra to meet him, or just she challenged him. Oh and yeah. He, and he met her, and he's like, "I can take your power now, but nah, I, I'm gonna do it later." Yeah. And like just scares the shit out of her, and that was like that was the last part I saw. That was great. Yeah, I, I like this masked man. Every every time uh, Korra makes a huge mistake, I was like, oh, that would totally be me. If I had powers, I would be mm-hmm. like, yo, meet me at this street, and I'll totally whoop on you, stupidly. Now, I, I had never seen Avatar, The Last Airbender, but I had only seen the movie. And I remember in the, in the live-action movie, I liked the way they move around to bring their elements into play. Right. But it's way better in the cartoon. Like, I just yeah. really love the movements and how they manipulate their different uh their forces it's pretty cool yeah and uh something that i loved about the entire first season was that like whenever the equalists are in like a fight against like the the bender dudes which Uh happens i mean this is not a spoiler yeah uh the the way that they bring out their elements are through all these like crazy kung fu swishy kind of uh beautiful movements Mm -hmm. you know like punching and kicking etc etc and uh, and that that is like their total Achilles heel is like they have to do like all these crazy ass like weird kung fu swishy things and the equals to just like run up and like pa 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 yeah kick yeah you those, chi, with... those chi blockers just like poke you in the dick and then it's over exactly and like the whole season one is like that's just like like in in a lot of ways they just don't realize hey maybe if we did like a couple jabs here or there or got better at like martial arts we would be much better at fighting these dudes. But no, no, the whole time. It's just like the like the equalists stay like a total threat. Like mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of animation a lot of animation uh, series like they introduce a new kind of villain or a new like enemy and immediately they're like, "Oh my god, this is the most powerful thing ever." And then the next episode they're like, "Eh, they're not so tough." And then they get whooped every single time. But they mm-hmm. stay like a constant threat throughout the entire first season. So yeah, I thought yeah. that, I thought that was really great, you know? And the whole the whole theme of like uh, benders versus non-benders, you know, like regular humans coexisting with these people who have these crazy powers. I really like that uh, the kind of theme. That's cool. Yeah, and maybe I got, last last week I had a list. I was like, I was like, oh, it seems like every episode in the show they introduce somebody with like a crazy new bending power. Hmm. And I was like, like um, like the police force, they're all like metal benders, right? And I was like, what's up with that? In the intro, they're like, hey, wait a second, there's only four elements. But then somebody can, like, bend metal and stuff. Yeah, I guess I was a little confused by that myself. So, hey, um, and so, like I said, only four episodes in. Is the woman police chief, is she the sister of the airbender that's instructing Korra? Are they related? No, they're not related. Okay, I wasn't quite sure on that. I mean, cause it seemed like she was, there. maybe there's a, some... Close connection that she just went a different way in her life, and that's why she's so pissed off. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff like we both of us didn't watch the original uh, Avatar series, so there's so many like, you know, some of the maniacs were saying like if you watch the original series, like all the side characters, like you understand who they are and uh, what their pasts are and their relationships and stuff. Yeah, I felt like the grandma was important, so I Wikipedia her, and it turns out it's the chick from the live action movie, The Waterbender. That's right. <laughs> I mean, and, like, and then she, I mean, she and she eventually married. Uh, the Avatar, and then yeah. so I was like, oh, okay, so little things like that I'm sure I'm kind yeah, of missing out on. Let, let's just say she was like one of the five main characters from the show. Right, so um, so that makes sense, but um, yeah. I will say my, my favorite thing about this, and I just think this is awesome, mm. I love that there is a pro sports league for superpower yes. people. Yes! Fucking awesome, dude. It's like all these people have powers. Let's make a sports league and televise it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Move over football. This is what yeah. I want to watch. Bending Pro League. Yes. Oh. As soon as soon as they uh and there's more. There's a lot of it. There's so much. Like the tournament just goes and goes. Good. Um this is way better than the yeah. Final Fantasy, what, nine or ten pro league? Ten. ten. Yeah, ten with like the underwater um yeah. football. Yeah, Although is... that was like that was addicting, I gotta say. It was cool, but I'm just saying like this is even way better. I love this whole pro sports league. Like I get it's too bad that's just not its own thing because I'd watch that. I know. Well, that was the thing is like as soon as I started getting into it, it was like, yo, this should like I don't need Legend of Korra the video game. I just want pro bending the video game. I know. You know, just like I just want to play that. It sounds so awesome. Yeah, that 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 does sound pretty cool actually. <laughs> you, you know, know customize like, your team and shit. Exactly, exactly, and like you know, like you could play like six or six person multiplayer online. You know, mm-hmm. have your own like fantasy league with like yeah. dudes from the show. Yeah, great. I I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, you know, when you level up, get some new tricks and shit. And no, I think the possibilities would be endless. Yes, and uh, I would just say like the pro bending part was was really one of the highlights of the whole thing, and it 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 really just goes. And I can't wait for you to watch the rest of the season so we can talk more about it because like more and more and more happens with the um, mm. like the the more they they do pro bending on the show like the more the uh-huh. rules kind of come out so hmm. it's very interesting i like it it's like fuck you quidditch this is <laughs> this is way <laughs> this is way better and it's like it's so genius like superhero you know pro sports league it's like every once in a while dragon ball z has a tournament and you're like yes yeah. i'm so pumped for this tournament and it never you know you know and then something happens to interrupt it or whatever um, you know, Cell blows up the ring, or uh, Supreme Kai shows up, fucks things up. But it's like you always are like, yeah, there's like a tournament, a competition would be great. So I can't really think of any cartoon off the top of my head where they just had an actual pro sports superpower league. And this is it's genius. Yeah, well, this is like whenever an anime starts getting slow, the rule of thumb is throw in a tournament of some kind. Usually, fighting tournaments happens all the time. Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. uh, I think like season two was just like all tournament. Um, uh, Saint Seiya starts randomly with like a tournament that just goes and goes and goes. Bob, like, book, like anime and tournament does well. Book two of my Shark Knights, uh, released releasing in 2014, has a tournament. Yes, awesome. <laughs> my first spoiler alert there. <laughs> I was well, like, I gotta well, fucking have a tournament in this. <laughs> so I so so I know you haven't seen all of season one, but. Yeah. Without without spoiling anything, I had some legitimate questions and complaints. So okay. my my like my complaint number one is that the good guys are really dumb mm, in Legend okay. of Korra. They're dumb. They're like Jedi Council dumb. You're right. Uh, they do kind of seem stupid. 
they're dumb they're easily manipulated and the whole time like um like this the whole question of of uh of season one is who is the masked man who can take away people's powers and i feel like right after he was uh, introduced i was like does nobody understand who this guy it's obviously this guy oh everybody's so dumb ah i couldn't stand it um, but but ugh, the good guys make a lot of dumb moves. It really plays the enemy's hands, and it, it progresses the story. But in a lot of ways, I'm like, ah, maybe this is why this is like aimed for like young children because the good guys are so dumb. Ah. Anyway, you could take it the other way and just be like, well, it's based on like a teenager who calls the shots. Right. So there's that too. My other my other legitimate complaint is there's no. I would love to know more about. The world like it's it starts out she Cora goes to this city and there's all this technology that wasn't present in uh, Avatar the last airbender and I, mm-hmm. I know this because I've seen like a couple episodes but uh, I thought at first oh cool it's like steampunk you know yeah. like there's all this steampunk kind of a look and a feel but then as the as it progresses they don't really delve into like what fuels the technology like like um, the bad guys have all this awesome tech that they rely mm-hmm. on all the time and pull out of their butts all the time. Like oh my god, look at this new awesome thing! Uh, but they don't really say like what powers it or you know like how these humans without superpowers like can have you know like crazy things that you think would rely on some kind of insane power source. Mm. So my whole thing was like, all right, if it's not steam, what is it? And my my question was never answered in season one. In fact, some some episodes made it seem like, oh, it's more just like our technology, like boring old eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds tech that mm. they just get. So I would love to see more of that. Yeah, gotcha. more more of just like expanding on the universe. Maybe it's in an art book somewhere. I don't know. So that those are my only complaints about the show. Is like questions. Uh, about the tech and more just like you know oh good guys so oh, face palm every week oh you did not just do that you know mm-hmm. I gotcha but well, yeah otherwise other than that it was awesome and I started watching season two already and people it's it's so funny uh, ratings for the uh, for the show have dropped by like two two million views something like that really yeah because I heard that like this season one last year got like rave reviews and. Oh yeah, and won tons of awards. It started out, it started out like at forty five hundred thousand viewers, let's say like at TV viewers. Uh-huh. The second one premiered at like twenty five hundred thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, uh, yeah, no, twenty twenty five hundred. Only twenty five hundred people saw it. Maybe I'm reading this graph like, wrong. Like like the size of our hometown that we grew up in. Dude, no, it must be it must be in the millions. Well, yeah, yeah. So the premiere was forty four point five million. So this graph is like, hey, forty five hundred thousand. Now it really means four point five million. So the second one premiered around two point five million, hmm. but they're also saying that like viewer viewers on Nickelodeon's channel is also way down, and they don't count internet views. Well, it's because they need to fucking pair it up. Like it's 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 new episodes on Friday, and there's no new episodes next to it. You got to block it up. Like. Ninja Turtles is coming out season two soon. They should start putting those back to back new episodes together and help each other out. Word. So it's on an island by itself. Uh, well, I, be, I have watched some TV because I am home a lot now. Actually, I'm going back to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. But um, it just give me a chance when I was not a, uh, asleep to watch some television. Usually at mm-hmm. two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I saw two things. I saw the Shield TV show, The Avengers spinoff. Yeah, I, how'd that how'd that go? I've seen ads for it everywhere. Well, uh, the first episode was okay. Okay. Um, you know, they put together this team of Shield agents, you know, and and they all have different things that they bring to the table and the whole episode is basically assembling this team and mm-hmm. dealing with the fact that there's going to be more people with powers and the world knows about it now what do they do blah 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 mm-hmm. um the team itself i'm not quite sold on there's these two okay. people Fitzsimmons, and they're like the techie people they're cool there's this uh woman who they bring she's clearly jaded she had some bad shit happen to her but they bring her on as like a pilot she seems interesting mm. um but then there's this main guy who doesn't embrace what's going on and there's this rebel girl who's going to be get brought into shield and the two of them i'm like eh, i don't know um, yeah. and then they're all led by agent colson right who's back from the dead yes so and, and he addresses it right off the bat really he said um yep uh my heart stopped for about 40 seconds but i didn't die but nick fury told the avengers i was dead to motivate them to bring them together and what I got to do is I got sent to Tahiti and uh, to heal up for a very long time. And I got pampered, and it was amazing. And uh, he walks away, and then the um, his uh, second-in-command, the woman, she was also in an Avengers movie. I forget her name. I, I think mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Maria Hill or whatever. But, um, right. the, the, but the chick from How I Met Your Mother um, <laughs> looks at the doctor, and she goes – and the doctor's like – so he still doesn't know the truth about what nice. really happened to him. And she's like, and he never can. <laughs> so you're like, eh, dun, dun. so it's like, Good. you keep wondering, you know, I think he is a robot. Robot, um, nothing, dude. He's a scroll. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe he's going to eventually be the vision. Oh, yeah. You, you know? know, that was that was kind of a rumor. But as soon as I uh, as soon as I heard he was coming back, I was like, scroll. Just throw him out the window now, Skrull. He's a Skrull, Skrull Invasion. Season 2, Skrull Invasion. But if he was, then why would his second-in-command, you know, act like she knows the truth and he can't, and they don't want to tell him? I mean, at this point, they could write it into anything, so. Yeah, so to me, it sounds like, you know, he did die and he was brought back somehow, but he was obviously uh, not told what really happened, so... He was interesting. Uh, you know, this first episode, it was a little weak just because there's they had to do a lot of these morality speeches and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of build. And it's just a pilot. Sure. Obviously, you know, it, it was it was enough that I will watch again. I will, I will watch a little bit more. They got their team together, and we'll see what it was. Uh, but if I don't grow to like the team, then I'm, not, then I'm out on the show. Sure, of course. And so right now the team is kind of half and half. We'll put it at so. Uh huh. Hopefully, I, I like them that, more. That's too bad because like pilots have to have like a really strong showing up front to get everybody engaged. Yeah, it was okay. Um, the superpower person that they dealt with in the first episode doesn't naturally have them. Oh. Someone took um, the Avengers powers. Basically, they took they made like this cocktail of gamma radiation and super soldier serum and something else and threw it together. And they're trying to like make make heroes and stuff, and it's not working that well. Oh, that's interesting. So that's uh, that's kind of the plot of the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of, sort of. Yeah. So it's okay. I mean, the the jokes are funny and stuff, and I just need to, you know, and obviously, you know, 
as they develop it, I'm sure it will get better also, and the characters will, you know. All right, so so the jury's still out, but as as like an episode of primetime TV, it was pretty weak. No, no, I wouldn't call it pretty weak. I would call okay. it good. It, it was all right. It wasn't bad. I will definitely keep watching it. Um, it's definitely better than a lot of shit out there. Good. Um, and, you know, and new shows take a little bit to find themselves, so, you know, I'm definitely in for the first half season. Uh, I'll go to the mid-season uh, cliffhanger, whatever that is, and then I'll, which is probably usually, like, Thanksgiving time, and, and we'll go from there. All right. So, it's still based on superheroes. I got to watch it. <laughs> of course. Of course. Now, the other show I saw was Sleepy Hollow. And, um... So, wait, wait. So, so before you get into oh, it... Oh, sure, th- sure. This, this is, like, what I've seen of Sleepy Hollow is I haven't seen any uh, TV ads. Okay. All I've seen are posters. Yes. And so, I look at the poster, I'm like, oh, it's like a poster with Johnny Depp and Helen Bottom Carter, except Johnny Depp has a beard and Helen Bottom Carter is black. And maybe she's a slave. I don't know. That was well, like my first impressions are like they're gonna recreate the movie except like uh, maybe like a like a different monster every week. Not sure. Okay, so your impressions are one hundred percent wrong. Hooray! So it takes place in modern time. Actually, it was kind of cool. Uh, it's hard to tell where it's gonna be because it's it's definitely cheesy, mm-hmm. but it's also creepy. Okay. So you know, and I actually like the show Supernatural, and this mm. kind of gives off like a supernatural vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, they give you a little bit of backstory. Ichabod Crane is fighting in the Revolutionary War for George Washington. Oh. George Washington says, yo, dude, we're not just fighting for our freedom. We're fighting for the world. He's mm-hmm. like, there's a soldier on the other side. You need to kill him. He's got this awesome-looking mask and, like, this tattoo of an arrow on his hand. He's like, yo, you got to take this guy out for me. Ichabod Crane gets sliced open by this guy, but it actually cuts his head off in the, in the, the process. Nice. We learn that this man, who now becomes the headless horseman, is actually one of the ho- one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. And we're like, okay, I can get behind this. We've now expanded the myth of the headless horseman and made give him a cool backstory, made him way interesting, and we have more possibility for other coolness. So wait, so which which horseman of the apocalypse is he? I'm not sure if they got into that exactly. But is I think he... we're going to meet the other ones as the series goes on. Okay, all right, that's cool. So, yeah, so he was... And basically, he's the key to releasing the other ones. Okay. So that's why George Washington's like, yo, you got to take them out. Um, since they kind of they kind of killed each other in the Revolutionary War, what happened was Ichabod Crane's girlfriend heals him, but she is a witch. Oh. And so she had to use witchcraft to help heal him. So he becomes bound <laughs> to the horseman. And now we are now in present day time. The horseman gets resurrected by evil witches. Okay. We think. And then because Ichabod Crane is tied to him, he wakes up. So now he's in the modern day fish out of water. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So after they kill Clancy Brown, uh-huh. who's, a, who's a sheriff, who's also Lex Luthor and the Justice League cartoons who's also uh <laughs> mr crab and spongebob nice one of the greatest voiceover artists of all time after they mm-hmm. kill him uh his his deputy the the, the black <laughs> they can only they can only pay him for one episode really no it's great he actually lives on in voiceovers in the rest of the episodes <laughs> they just needed his voice so they killed him and now they found like these tape recordings that he's left behind nice uh so we find out there's there's like good witches and bad witches and they're they're trying to recon they're trying to retake um the horsemen 
And then there's some fucking creepy ass demon that looks like one of the the top villains in the original Doom video game. Really? What was the guy? He's got like the it's kind of like a minotaur, I guess. He's got the horns, but he's yeah, got like it's, it's the uh, cyber demon. Yeah. So basically, this guy is around and he's fucking people up, and he's trying to uh, to to make sure that the the horseman does what he's supposed to do. And he kind of shows up in little visions and stuff, like uh, you know, I don't, I can't, you know, I don't, I can't sit here for an hour and tell you everything that happens. But oh, yeah. there's enough supernatural creepiness that it counteracts some of the fish out of water cheesiness that I don't really care. I mean, like Ichabod Crane. It's just like, ooh, this world is crazy. Whoa, what is this Starbucks? Oh, there's another Starbucks. Oh, wh- I don't yeah. understand this. You know, eh, I'm not really into that. But um, he works well with his uh, his partner, and um, I like the the creepiness of it. So I'm definitely, again, I'll do the same thing. I'll watch the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. It could definitely get better. It could definitely get way, way worse. That's, that's you know, that's so funny. Your threshold for is something good or not is watch the first half of the season. My threshold is can I get through five minutes of the show slash the first episode. Oh. That's it. I give you I give you barely any any scant amount of my time. And mm. if you can't impress me, I'm looking at you, newest version of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't go back. Oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like the well is poison. Don't drink from it. Yeah, I got to watch something at two in the morning when I'm feeding my kid. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I got to watch some of these and I like television. So, uh, um, yeah, so I'm in for now. And like the first episode got really good reviews. Even Twitter liked it. Um, you know, everyone was reeling in on it. Uh, second episode was okay. So uh, we'll see. Like I said, it could, it could get shitty fast sure. or it could just build on. I like the premise. I feel like they've given the myth room to grow. Okay. So we'll see. And Harold from Harold and Kumar's in it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't go out to do movies, so he's got to go do TV. Well, he just did Star Trek 2. Oh, that's true. Oh, sorry. I thought you took talk- Sorry, I thought you meant Kumar. Oh, Kumar. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. so anyway. So that's, that's, why, that's what I got. <laughs> so, uh let, so when when you were when you were busy having your baby, yep. Our our other friend Melissa was having her baby in New York City. Okay. So, I was all set to record um uh, to record at like a specific time, specific day. Mm. Suddenly, you get this call from my wife. She's like, "Get in the car, get the baby. We're having a baby right now." Mm. And we had to drive our friend Melissa. And the whole time, I was like, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" Because she was like, "She's having the, like she's she's uh, having contractions." Right. And like, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" She's like, "No, I want to go home. I want to see my husband." And I'm thinking in my head, "Oh God, I just need to drive her to the hospital against her wishes." Yes. But no, so so basically, while my kid is in the back screaming his head off because he hates to be in the car, uh, strapped in, mm. uh, we're driving our pregnant friend Melissa, like down from Queens all the way to Brooklyn, mm. and that and that was one of the reasons why I couldn't record on a uh. specific night. The other reason is when um uh the our whole our whole uh, the next day, I was like, "All right, let's make it up the next day." And uh, Time Warner came out to uh, to fix uh, some cables in our building. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the week before, a truck came by and hit some low hanging cables on the street. Mm. So it severed uh, like thirteen out of fifteen cables going to our building, which was hilarious because it didn't affect you. I know we had just switched over to RCN because Time Warner was boning us that like their their price just keeps going up and like the uh, the speed just never is what we pay for it. Right. So we're like, screw it, we'll go with RCN, they're having a sale. 
and it just so happens that their cables were not effect- were not knocked over. Yeah, yeah. So we stayed on until the Time Warner dudes came over to uh, to redo their cables, mm-hmm. and they saw the RCN ones, and they fucking cut them. Wow, really? They cut RCN cables. Like espionage? They're just yeah. like, oh, let's see. We don't want anyone to think that we suck, so let's make the RCN customers also pissed so they don't all just, le- you know, so they don't talk about how awesome they are. I went I went out onto the street because we had lost uh, power uh-huh. or we had lost the internet, and I was like, oh, Time Warner guys are putting up new cables. And I was like, hey, what's up, guys? And then, like, one of them was cool, and the other guy with, like, this huge blonde mullet was like... Ah, uh, freaking RCN jacking onto our cable. It just strapped onto our cable. Blah blah blah. It's just like going on and on and on. And then mm. I found. And then you know, the next day we still don't have service. And uh, RCN, I love the RCN now. I'm like a RCN fanboy. They get a they get a repair guy the next day to come out. Mm. It's not like two weeks when we can schedule you in. It's like we're coming out with the, with the equipment the next day. Now, did you tell them? I would totally told on them. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I, I was like, yeah, it was probably them. And the, the lady on the phone was like, I wouldn't put it past him. And uh, the guy who came was like, yep, they cut him. They 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 axed the cables. So he had to like do exactly the same th- same thing, which is put a cable, attach it to the Time Warner cable wires going across the street, back mm-hmm. to our side of the building. Ugh. So it's like you know, it's like two hours of work for like the RCN guy. That's funny oh. that, that uh, Time Warner sabotaged those guys. They're like, fuck this. <laughs> Everyone needs to be unhappy. We don't want to look bad. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was like, who does that in this day and age of, like, online reviews and stuff? You know, I went immediately. I, I was on Facebook like, Time Warner Cable, boo. And everyone's like, yeah, let's all get a different source if we can. And they're like, fuck you. We're going to make Ben Affleck Batman just for that. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we want. We're Time Warner, damn it. I know, Time Warner slash DC. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm just assuming that Time Warner is actually connected to Warner Brothers. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So they just, it's the Time Warner Brothers? Yeah, it was, it, was AOL, it was AOL Time Warner for a time. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, like, fuck you. You don't get your, your power, <laughs> and Ben Affleck is Batman. <laughs> Do what we want here. We're Time Warner. I just feel like, man, it's like if one per- one more person switches to like another cable provider, they're gonna have like somebody terrible as the Green Lantern. That's I, next. I feel like maybe RCN should do Batman and cast Carl Urban, <laughs> and it'd be cooler, right? It's like, come on, man, like, like, give me your, like your local local cable company to do like a Judge Dredd sequel. Yeah, and then Time Warner would show up at the the set of the movie. <laughs> And they would, like, uh, come up with, like, a club to Carl Urban's knee or something and Nancy Kerrigan or something. I know. They'd be like, we're partners. Let's take them out. It's like the mafia. Except it's just really just... It's probably just some, like, some, like, nasty, negative, like, repair guy with, like, some cable cutters. Anyway. So, uh, I spent the time offline playing uh this game i've been playing a lot lately which is uh it's a mobile game called where's my water 2 okay have you have you heard of it mm, no it's this disney game a friend of mine worked on it told me about it so i was like oh cool oh, it's a se- it would be disney because they have a phineas and ferb perry game that's all about water that's it and i own that's- that game yeah it's the sequel to that game oh okay so i got the first one it's a fun game yeah it's it's pretty cool it's uh it's all about um, you have to get water from various places uh, on on this uh, game map down to this drain, 
by like touching the uh, the dirt and creating little channels for the water to flow through and uh, getting little collectibles by filling it up with water and mm -hmm. then trying to dodge poison and other things and it's a puzzle game. Yeah, and and you, and you use all different forms of water. So there's like steam and ice and shit yeah, like that. exactly, exactly. And uh, so this, so where's my water too? There's no more Perry. Boo. Sad. I know, sadly, but there are like some animated crocodiles. Okay. Which I don't know if they're from a show, but from, you know, are they the ones from Kissy Fur? No, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jolene, no. Yeah, she takes off her wigs and beats the other one with it. I know. It, it was like it was like the first gay cartoon couple. We didn't even know it. <laughs> anyway, so um, no, it's it's basically it's exactly the same game, except like more things thrown in there. Mm. Like uh, they they have the water. Uh, haven't haven't gotten to ice yet. But uh -huh. they have like they have like poison where you have to like get around the poison or um, one of the crocodiles. If you're on like a good crocodile level, you'll get to get the water to him. Another crocodile just wants the steam to power her steampunk pipe organ. Nice. And then the other crocodile wants poison on like some food that he's eating. So you have to li like legitimately poison your water before you get it down to his drain. Mm. And it's a lot of fun. Um, there's like there's like. Um, hidden items in the stages so like if you uh if you like uncover a bit of dirt with like an item underneath it you get to like when you get back to like your main screen uh so uh, like and where's my perry uh there's like this story that's happening and they're like agent perry and uh you know like, this is happening and the evil scientist is doing this and there's a bit of story in between um levels yeah and this one you just go back to this map screen where you see like a like a stream of water going through the sewers and you see, like, all the different levels. Kind of like, um... I want to say it's kind of like Angry Birds. Okay. But there's, uh... If you, if you don't collect, like, all three ducks on each level, you can always go back and do it. And each time you beat a, a certain level, they'll give you, like, three or four, like, um... Uh, variations on that level. Like, they'll, like, flip the screen upside down. And you have to do it all over. Or they'll, um... They'll give you, like, certain musical notes. So you have to, like, hit... Hit each one in a specific order before you can bring it down to the uh, the bottom of the screen. It's very cool. It's very engaging, okay. and you know it's like a it's like a fun puzzle game. It's great. The only bad things are that uh, it is a microtransaction game. Mm. So there's three power ups that you can unlock that will help you uh, to beat a level, make it way easier. Right. Like one is the, like a power up to make all the ducks like absorb any water that's near them, mm. which is way handy. Uh, and, and like and and other things like that, and you can buy them in the store. Okay. You know, you don't like win them often. So yeah. Buying them in the store makes it a lot easier. Uh, the other thing is that there's an energy meter, and this I think is new to video games. Is like there's an energy meter on the top, and the every second that you play the game, the energy meter goes down, and when it gets down to zero, it boots you from the game. Oh, so you gotta be fast. Yeah, so or you just play in 10 15 minute chunks. Hmm. Which is it's I mean it, which I enjoy cuz I'm like, "Oh, okay. That's about my uh, attention span anyway. So, I don't need to play this game for like 2 hours." So is it to make it a little bit harder for you or is it aimed is this game aimed at kids and it's like an internal timer so they don't veg out all day? That would be like the positive spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, really it's just that so you'll buy more energy units. Ah, uh, okay. So you can keep playing the game more power yeah so when you when you run out of energy it says oh sorry it's recharging you gotta wait 10 minutes to play again and if you're really impulsive 
then you'll be like, screw it, I'm just gonna go to the store and buy more energy units right now so I can keep playing. Oh, I gotcha, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like, if, if you're really into playing uh, games on your iPhone for more than a couple minutes, which I am not, mm -hmm. uh, then people got really angry. Huh. And, like, the first 1,000 reviews on this game are all one-star F.U. Disney's. Ah. Spe spe specifically for the energy refiller thingy. Oh, uh, okay. I just couldn't believe it. Like, I just I looked up the reviews and I was like, oh, my God. Like, the things people are saying about, like, this children's game, you know, that's made by Disney and is actually really fun and cool are awful. Well, I guess I could understand that. I'd be like, don't you fucking tell me when it's over. You but know, it's, well, I'll tell you when I'm done. <laughs> well, here, but here's the thing: is though it's a free game. Yeah. You know, it's like if I if I pay money for something, a la you know the always on DRM scheme of uh, EA. Yeah. And and uh, you're gonna tell me I can't play this game that I paid for because I'm not online. Yeah. That, well, that's that's crap. I mean, I just got the free uh, Minions game mm -hmm. from Despicable Me, and it's like it's basically like Temple Run. Okay. You're just making the minion run across the screen and stuff, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's enjoyable. But you know, if I if I got booted off because I didn't, you know, if if it's a time completion level, that's fine. But if it's just a time thing overall, you know, even though I got it for free, I'd probably be a little ticked off. The first time I saw it, I was confused. I was like, "What do you mean my energy thing is down low? Did I do something wrong? Did I like mm -hmm. fail at the game?" Yeah, I guess that's this is how they need to make their money. So. Eh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. While we were do while we were talking about this, I have my television on mute. And uh Nerf, the Nerf company is now cashed in on the Hunger Games. Really? They how would you pronounce <laughs> this? I, it, it looked like it said Nerf what? it looked like it said Nerf Rebel, but it was spelled R E B E L L E. Like like Rebel <laughs> Rebel but for women. Like like Bell. Rebel. Like, like, yeah, you know like Bell, like a woman, like Bell. So it's called Rebel. And <laughs> the commercial was these twelve-year-old girls running in the woods with Nerf bow and arrows, like yes. like Katniss. So Yo, like like the like Merida from Brave. Yeah. So they all had like nice little leather jackets, and they're running in the woods, Hunger Games styles, with uh, Nerf bow and arrows. And then it said Nerf Rebel, Rebel, and it, <laughs> and it had like little almost like uh, like tramp stamp angel wings on the sides of the Rebel. <laughs> and I was like, oh look at you, Nerf, cashing in on the Hunger Games. I love that. I think that's great. I think that's a positive image to send towards women is that they too can murder each other in the woods just like men do. There you go. That's that's awesome. I love that it's called the Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. It's like paint an AK-47 pink and put Hello Kitty on it. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, you know, when my daughter gets old enough, maybe uh, I'll buy her it. Or maybe I'll just buy it now. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, all right, so... So we, we all made fun of when Lego came out with Lego Friends. Do uh -huh. you know this? Right. It was it was like Lego for girls. Yeah. Where it was basically like, all right, we're going to give you the Lego stuff, but it's like specifically like this dollhouse kind of setup where they don't work with regular Legos. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a Lego person with like boobs painted on. It's like it's like this Polly Pocket type of uh, uh, like doll character thing. Yeah. But it was insanely popular. Like, we all thought, like, oh, you're just pandering towards girls. But actually, that's what girls really wanted. So yeah. I think maybe this is just more of the same thing. It's like, yeah. girls, like, give me my damn bow and arrow, and you better paint it pink and put, like, some hearts on it. Yeah, you know how, like, a, a popular toy is Hulk hands? Yes. Put the big Hulk hands up and you smash them and make a noise. Maybe they should have She-Hulk hands, and it's just Hulk hands, <laughs> but they paint the fingernails pink. <laughs> She-Hulk hands! <laughs> Why not, dude? Why not? Yeah. You know? 
Have it, have it like an open hand slap so it doesn't violate WWE regulations. Yeah, that's true. One's a fist and one's an open hand. There you go. Then bitch slap people. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> backhand you. I would like to backhand someone with She-Hulk hands. That's the thing. is like for, for years, everybody... God, when I, when I was in college over 10 years ago, mm. uh, everybody was talking about games for girls. Where are all the games for girls? And there were like some companies specifically that are like, we make girl games. Yeah, this game is about like going to prom, and this game is like about dating boys, and they all tanked. Yeah, it's like girl, they, it's like girl tokenism. It's like yeah, ex- exactly. Just make a good game, and girls will play it. <laughs> dude, well, that was the lesson that we that we learned at that time, and mm-hmm. people, I guess, companies have kind of woken up to it. It's like girls want Legos, just you know, like there are some specific things you can do to appeal to girls, but right. like, yeah, just like we like we like these things that are popular. Uh huh. I gotcha. That's funny. Yes. So yeah. So go out. So if you see little kids out in the woods uh, with bows and arrows, it's okay. <laughs> it's Nerf. That's right. Nerf or nothing. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. <sighs> well, I'm spent. I'm a little tired. Yeah. <laughs> it might be nap time for me. All right. I will. I will leave you. I will. You know, when when you finish up Legend of Korra season one, Eric, mm. we will have it. We will have another chat. Yeah, definitely, because I'm excited, and like I said, I can't wait to watch more pro gaming. Oh yeah, absolutely. Pro bending league. Ah, oh, so good. And uh, if j- somebody could make the video game, it could come out in three years. I would still love it. Hmm. Yes, and like uh, and like I said, just uh, I I'm now I I've never been a fan of 3D movies, mm-hmm. but 4D movies suck <laughs> seeing you know, saw saw 74d not good <laughs> you know you know eric i will i will tell you that uh i did look south of the equator oh you silly but, man well it was it was four in the morning uh uh-huh. and i had to hold one of my wife's legs ah uh-huh. up and the other nurse had to hold the other one too and i was really on some weird deep level i was paranoid that somebody would whisk my baby away to the nursery and then replace it with like a dumb one. Ah, I gotcha. You know, or like, like they're like, here, here's this black baby. They're they're all the same, right? I gotcha. Guys are dumb. So uh, you know, and like I saw it, and it was miraculous and crazy. And then as soon as the baby came out, it was like, oh, okay. There's no way I can confuse this baby with any other baby on the planet. Yeah, and they put seven different forms of LoJack on them too. <laughs> He co- wait, he comes out with the Lojack on, covered yeah. in like white stuff. Like they clamped on wristbands to or they they banded like a like a wild animal, both ankles and the umbilical cord had a Lojack on it. And then me and my wife each got them too. So it was like you you literally could not seal this child. Yeah, it's like you uh they, it was <laughs> it was like the whole entire building would go on lockdown if you brought the baby past like this uh this thing it was like the the holy grail like don't pay, take the baby past the seal or the whole thing's gonna collapse didn't you just want to though like if you if you get within 10 <laughs> feet of the elevator the whole hospital goes pitch black i was I like know. i just i just wanted to whisk right by there and go wee just kind of test their security see that that's why i really i really feel like taken three uh-huh. or take take taken two stolen two uh-huh. should be like nicholas cage is like We've stolen the the Declaration of Independence. Now we're gonna steal it, baby. Yeah. I, I will. I will leave you with this one last thing. I did kind of beat the system a little bit at this hospital. At other hospitals, they just bring you up your meal, kind of like airplane food, like a yeah. tray and a saran wrap. In here, you have a menu and you just order room mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not for me. It's for the pregnant chick. 
Right. So I was like, fuck this. So I called up there. I was like, hey, uh, I just want to order some stuff for my wife. Uh, she would like chicken fingers, french fries, two cookies. Uh, let me get some soda. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, she's, she's uh, about to fall asleep. So, you know, bring it in like half an hour. That's why I am calling for her and not her. <laughs> so and I just sit there and gorge myself on all this bar food. <laughs> It was awesome. I was like, yeah. Yo, they, they probably charge you $500 for that meal. Uh, well, if it's for her, they don't charge you. Really? Yeah, it's only guests that got to pay. That's interesting. Yeah, this place see, rocked. See, I went I went down the street like like one minute away to like a deli, and like we were eating like deli food the whole time we were in. Nah, that's for chumps. I have food brought to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. If you're... You, you know, if you ever go back, you know, third kid, you should get more creative. You'd be like, I want a chocolate waffles and mm. milkshakes made with real ice cream <laughs> yeah, and a it. pizza with uh, eight different kinds of coppings on it. Yeah, and an everlasting gobstopper, bitch. That's right. And I want, um, <laughs> I want all the nurses to get matching tattoos of my child's name. I have been told that we will not be completing the trilogy. No. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. She was like, no, no mas, no, no mas. That, we're done. <laughs> so, and that's fine. Yeah. That's so, good. Well, congratulations, Eric. Thank you. And congratulations to all the maniacs who made it. Man, 53 minutes into this podcast. Best podcast ever. You can check <laughs> us out uh, uh, most weeks on RetroWareTV.com. We're also on Elder-Geek.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, we, we make that work. And, uh, of course... We're at JumpmanPodcast.com. And listen on our mobile app, Stitcher Radio. That's right. Oh, and the big question of the week is, uh, so please post, please post your answers to our Facebook uh, wall. Just look, just search this Jumpman Podcast on Facebook. Uh, uh, I'm going to Comic-Con, ladies. Nice. What should I go see? I will go see uh, whatever you guys want. Because like, yeah. I'm, I, I go in with zero expectations. You know, and I was just looking at the entire schedule, and I'm just like, yeah, I could just whatever. I, I, I just love cruising the entire Javits Center and just like going to tables. That's what I love to do. So, this is the this is New York Comic Con. That's right. Second week of October. That's correct. So, okay. so it's coming up. We got like two weeks. Right. So, maniacs, let me know what you're into. What mm-hmm. uh, what you uh, what you see a, a podcast on? I'll do it. And mm-hmm. if any of you guys want to meet up around New York City. Uh, at the Javits Center, that'd be awesome too. Yeah, I went last year with Chad. Unfortunately, I can't go this year because I got this dumb baby. <laughs> so I take I had to skip this year. So I'm jealous. I, I'll probably give you a couple suggestions myself. Okay, good. Now there's there's some things I'm definitely going to see, and I'm excited about. Well, we'll talk about that next week. All right, man. All right, see you next week. Peace. Jump man, engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall. Fatality.